following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen happy friday welcome to the chaos that is week seven uh i I say that obviously if you're a in-depth fantasy player you probably already know but the bye week situation this week is absolutely insane um i mean four top 10 running backs on a bye another solid one in james robinson on a bye a lot of top receivers quarterbacks on top of injuries, this uh, this week is really set up for fantasy owners to be tested. This is where hopefully we can help prep you guys and get you guys in the right situation. Um, I am Kyle Ranney. I am your only host this week. Um, Gary is yet again missing. We will catch up with him at some point down the line. Um, but as I alluded to, bye weeks, the Buffalo Bills are in a bye. You're missing your Josh Allens, your Zach Mosses, uh, Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox is hurt. Um, the Dallas Cowboys on a bye. Neither of those two prolific receivers, Cooper or Lamb, you don't get Zeke, you don't get Dak this week. Although maybe a good situation for Dak, let him rest up a little bit more as he's been getting abused lately. Um, the Jaguars on a bye. Not that that's something that most teams are going to be really beat up about, but Marvin Jones has been favorable, at least matchup-wise. You've been able to play him and figure out what to do. Um, James Robinson's been very good, as I touched on. The Chargers are going to buy. No Herbert. No no Mike Williams. No Keenan Allen. No Austin Eckler. Eckler's been a phenomenal target in the receiving game. The Vikings, you're obviously losing Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, uh, Dalvin Cook. In Pittsburgh, you're going to be missing Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson this week. Uh, so really just a mess of a week in terms of bye weeks here. Uh, but we'll get to what the regular week is upon us. A uh, couple couple plays you want to be looking at already. Obviously, if you've got him, you're probably already starting him. Aaron Rodgers, though, sees the Washington football team, who is 32nd ranked, a.k.a. dead last, against quarterbacks. Uh, expect Rodgers to turn a day. Ryan Tannehill's a guy. A lot of people drafted him high. Most people are probably spot-starting him with matchups. KC is a team that has not been good against quarterbacks. Uh, Josh Allen went on to have the most points last week facing the Chiefs. I would not be shocked to see Ryan Tannehill be able to hang 25 this week against a bad Chiefs team. Uh, So definitely somebody to consider, to start, and to roll with here. The One of the guys that I'm really not sold on, Chicago Bears this week uh, do, do do draw the Bucks. The Bucks secondary has been very, very poor. I don't know that I trust Justin Fields enough, however, to be jumping on a starting situation this week. Um, the Miami Dolphins, Tua Tungvaloa, 
is dealing with Atlanta. I don't hate that matchup, actually. Obviously, as of releasing this, it's going to be Friday morning. Uh, things could change. There's been rumors, murmurs, everything for the last few days now um, that Deshaun Watson could be on the move and heading to Miami. Um, and if that's the case, you never know how it's going to look for for Monday or for Sunday itself. So something to keep an eye on. But Tutanga Vailoa, a low buy waiver wire pickup kind of guy here this week who I don't despise that matchup. The Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, if you got him, you're going to start him. But Chiefs against Tennessee. Tennessee should be able to hang a very good week here. Um, or Kansas City should be able to hang a good week throwing against Tennessee. Sam Darnold, uh, the Carolina Panthers have gone through a bit of a rough spot lately. The Panthers cannot protect Darnold against uh, a poor line, anybody rushing. However, Darnold and the Packers are going to draw the Giants this week. I like being able to flex Darnold back into a starter role here. Um, San Fran, on the other hand, San Fran's got two guys. I don't know who gets started yet. Lance or Garoppolo against the Colts. I don't want either of them. I don't trust San Fran right now. Um, in some situations, I think people are being forced to try to trust Brandon Ayuk again. A lot of that is bye week situational. I don't trust either of those quarterbacks right now, though. Matt Ryan, a nice flex start as well, though. He is currently... Let's see if I can pull up. Currently QB23, so he's not even like a low-end QB2. He's he's not been good this year. But they do face the, the Dolphins. Matt Ryan's going to eventually open this up again. I, I'm seeing Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts to have a day this week. Um, the Miami defense just got scorched in London last week and flew back. Do not get the benefit of a bye. I think Atlanta's going to have themselves a day this week. And then we'll finish this off, I guess, starting-wise. Carson Wentz. Um, we touched on this game already somewhat, the Colts and the 49ers. Carson Wentz had a good game last week. I wouldn't say it's prolific. I wouldn't say it's MVP caliber like he was a couple years ago. But it's baby steps in the right direction to finally start trusting Carson Wentz again. Uh, and against the San Fran secondary, who's ranking 23rd against the, or the quarterbacks, I'm more than okay jumping on board with that situation. QBs, I'm not exactly huge on this week. I mean, the first one, I don't think anyone's going to play anyhow, but Geno Smith facing the second-ranked uh, pass defense being the New Orleans Saints on a Monday night. Just an absolute PR nightmare for the NFL. Geno Smith is not the guy the league wanted to have back-to-back on Sunday and Monday night as a starting quarterback. Geno Smith is not worth a look, an option, or a thought. Not even worth a rostered spot. The... I mean, Baker Mayfield's on this list. He didn't even start. Case Keenum instead drew the option. He's not looking great as we're watching the game as it's happening. Davis Mills expected to see a bit of chaos with the Cardinals. Not a guy who I really want to jump into here. Lamar Jackson this week. I will say this. Lamar draws the Bengals, who are sixth. Uh, I think Lamar's still okay to start. Lamar has been red hot recently on the ground and in the air. Lamar, I think, is better than what his sixth 
opinion versus the the Bengals is going to offer you. So if you're in a pinch and you need a guy, especially with bye weeks being so chaotic, Lamar is more than a start this week. Going to running backs here. Saquon, if active, not a name I really like. Uh, the Panthers are number one against the run. I don't care if Saquon, Booker, Brightwell, who it is, I don't want to start any of those running backs out of the Giants until we can get some clear and healthy situations and definitely not against Carolina this week. The Cleveland Browns running backs, so, so that's, I guess, Denver-Cleveland were 2-4 and four in the league. Um, we're seeing that swap happening right now. We'll talk about that in a bit. The 49ers... Drawing the Colts, the Colts have been number five against running backs. We don't know who's getting the starting hand to watch. Mitchell, Trey Sermon, Kyle Juszczyk. Uh, Juszczyk, I guess, is a Juszczyk is a flex play in deeper leagues. I actually jumped in to scoop him in one league where waivers wires are picked bare bones, and I've got three running backs in a bye this week. Uh, not necessarily loving the play, but he's received four-plus targets the last four, three games. Uh, so Kyle Juszczyk, not the sexy play, but definitely a, a workable play here. The Houston running backs uh, going to face a tough matchup, as we already discussed with Houston draws. They're going to be viewing or seeing the Cardinals. I don't really want anything to do with Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, or David Johnson. Uh, take that for what it's worth. If you have to, I already apologize in advance. Uh, Alex Collins, Seattle, they're drawing New Orleans. Don't really love that matchup. Khalil Herbert's got a tough matchup. Um, Khalil Herbert's going to be seeing the Bucks. By all accounts, it seems like he's still going to be the starter come Sunday. Damian Williams is not even eligible to come off the COVID list until Saturday at the soonest, given that he's a player who, is, and this is a goofy situation here, who sat out last year due to COVID, did not get vaccinated and then contracted COVID, so he's missing 10 games. Um, we don't know how that's going to really affect his body, what it's going to do. I mean, last year we saw Raquel Armstead, I believe it was from uh, Jacksonville, end up on the COVID list all year with post COVID issues. Um, so Khalil Herbert looks like he's going to continue to take the starts there. I wouldn't say don't sit him. The, the Bears do not have much of anything that they uh, that they can really get firing behind. So Khalil Herbert might be the starting piece of the offense. On the better options, the go list here, uh, Damon Harris, if healthy, the Jets are 32nd in the league against the run. Damon Harris has been looking to sniff it out. He's looked promising and just hasn't put the pieces together. I'm more than willing to start Damian Harris this week. Uh Daryl Henderson, again, drawing another big matchup. The Rams the Rams will be drawing the Lions. The Lions have been very poor. And Daryl Henderson's coming off yet another big game. Uh, he's He's been very beneficial of easy matchups as of late. Hung 18.7 points last, or it projected 18.7 this week. Put up 24.7 last week. So Daryl Henderson... In, in easy matchups, is, it's just easy money, as we say. Alvin Kamara, we already discussed the Monday night game, the Seahawks. Kamara faces the 30th ranked. Obviously, if you've got him, you're going to start him. But uh, more reason to look for him. 
Cordell Patterson and Mike Davis here, um, especially in such a sticky, sticky situation this week of Week 7. Patterson, especially if you're in a Yahoo League, can flex receiver and running back eligibility. And they get to see the number 29th ranked Miami run defense. I like both options there. Josh Jacobs comes in here. The Raiders are seeing Philadelphia, who's 27th against the run. This is a situation that scares me. I don't know who is who anymore. Josh Jacobs didn't perform much last week. And then Kenyon Drake, out of the woodwork, came back and put up points. I I don't know, and let's be fair here, is Kenyon Drake going to be the guy now? Gruden's gone. That's week one without Gruden. This is the big situation. How how are things turning? I mean, I, I'm still a Kenyon Drake owner in a, in a few leagues. But does Kenyon Drake turn to seeing more hand and more play under a new offensive build here? I don't know. That I want about a week unless you're in a very, very deep league and need him. Chuba Hubbard benefits again. Christian McCaffrey to miss at least two more weeks. The Panthers do draw the Giants. They're 26 in the league. Chuba Hubbard had a solid week last week. 13 points, 61 and a touch on the ground. Uh, the kid can run. He's he's not getting much help from the pass game. Sam Darnold has struggled the last couple weeks and has struggled to stay standing. Miami gets the Dolphins. Here's the problem. Who's the running back? Two weeks ago, we had the fun that was Miles Gaskin causing the heart attack of fantasy football. He scores two receiving touchdowns, 31 points. The week before that, he had .3 points. The week after that, he had 3.4 points. What Miles Gaskin do you get? I'm not sold on it. I don't care about the matchup. I don't want it. Um, and Joe Mixon, again, Joe Mixon's a guy who I pound the table on consistently. He's running back 12. He... His missed snaps throughout, last week he hangs 26.3 points. Week one, he had 27 points. Outside of week two, he has had 10 plus points a week, and he gets another solid draw. Uh, Especially for daily fantasy, he's still cheap. That's my go-to this week in many situations. Joe Mixon should be a very valuable player there. And I X'd out. Tight end will be the next one we go to here uh, as we go on most of these pre-week shows. I like to go receiver last so I can diagnose and drop into the receiver setups and who should be dealing with who. Before we go to tight end, we'll talk about what's going on currently. Uh, end of the third quarter here, Thursday Night Football, the Browns just punched in a Andy Janovich touchdown. Out of the backfield to go ahead 17-7. It has quite honestly been a bit of a messy game here. Um, It took up until midway through the third for the Broncos to score. We get a Melvin Gordon touchdown. He punches it in down the left sideline. Ernest Johnson has some points. He's looked good. The Broncos defense doesn't look like it's containing the run as it has been. Still not necessarily... Your hopes and dreams, though, in the situation. Case Keenum is looking pedestrian at best, I mean, currently to this point in the game. He is 18 of 28, 177, and one touchdown. He's been sacked once. Ernest Johnson at this point, 80 yards, uh, zero catches on, oh, two catches on 19 yards, or for 19 yards, and one touchdown. Austin Hooper leading the way with the longest catch of the night for 34. Jarvis Landry in 4 of 30. It was quiet the first drive of the second half. 
And Odell Beckham goes over four to start the game and is two of 22 cents in the third. The Broncos, on the other hand, Teddy Bridgewater, 14 of 19, 124, one touchdown, one pick. Melvin Gordon and Javante William combined for 31 yards at uh, at this point in time in the game. Cortland Sutton, 3 of 56. Noah Font, 4 of 30. Uh, and now we'll go back. We'll go talk about stardom sitems here. We'll go with the players I'm not necessarily super high on at tight end here. Jordan Aiken has been a player who isn't even rostered anymore. It's a guy who I had such a high hope for going into the year. He did have eight points last week. They're playing the Cardinals, who's number one against tight end. Not even worth considering at this point. Um, you know, I guess the benefit here, for the most part, anybody who's a bad play this week are people who aren't rostered. New York Jets tight ends. Uh, the Jets are facing the Pats. The Pats are fourth in the league against tight end cover. Tampa Bay, Rob Gronkowski, if he plays, might not be the game to put him back into your rosters. Chicago is fifth currently. Same goes for O.J. Howard. He's not going to have the same bounce back week. Moali Cox is a guy who is starting to get rostered. He's had two back-to-back good games here. Uh, I don't know if I said good. He said a touchdown in each, but 19, 8, and 9. Not bad fantasy numbers. They run into the 49ers. Uh... And the Niners are sixth in the league against tight ends. Mark Andrews, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens run into Cincinnati. Cincinnati's shockingly eighth in the league. I'm not going to say Mark Andrews isn't going to perform. Obviously, the last two weeks, he's hung 44 and 17. And since week five or week one, he's gone over 10 points every game. But I would be thinking he's to be closer to that 10 point. For him to be anywhere closer to 20, he's going to be very touchdown dependent this week. And I think that's about it for guys who I'm not super high on, at least to start here. Uh, Stardom options, though, at tight end. A guy is going to be very hit or miss. If you've got a better option, play him. But Zach Ertz currently. um, Arizona is is facing the 29th-ranked tight end team in Houston. Ertz is a solid play, but you have to remember he's coming in a new offense. What usage will we see? CJ Uzuma, I've been high on him for weeks, and because I said his name now, it means he'll probably flake, so take this with a grain of salt. But Uzuma faces the 31st tight end team in the league in Baltimore. Baltimore has continuously been awful at covering that tight end. Uzuma uh, has finally started to kick in here. He did have a touchdown last week. Uh... Three weeks ago against Jacksonville, 26 fantasy points, two touchdowns, five receptions on six targets. They're finally starting to really drill and target again here. So take that with the grain of salt it is. Uh, we've seen the song and dance on CJ Ozuma in the past, but I'm willing to start him this week. Anthony Ferksker, the forgotten man, the guy everybody took as a high-volume, going-to-replace-Janu-Smith type player, has been... A snoozer through this far of the season here. Highest fantasy points was week five with 6.3 points. He does draw the Chiefs. Kansas City is 28th in the league. First skirt in deeper leagues might be worth a flex play. Dallas Goddard. Philadelphia is coming against the Raiders. Raiders are 27th. Goddard is coming back off of the COVID list. He's officially active. Should be good to go here. I'd expect Godert to pick right back up in that 10-point 
four of 60 yard range again at least and get you minimum points as a tight end and i'll throw this one in as a goofy one ross dwelly san francisco he should be taking over as your number one guy now he had nine points and four points in kittle's absence the past two weeks and indy's not great there so yeah we'll finish that and we'll say the obvious here darren waller waller's gonna be started in most situations anyhow Vegas is drawing Philadelphia's 25th. Uh, going to the final stretch here, guys. Wide receivers. Things that I like, things that I don't like. I'll tell you this, and I've actually said it to a couple people. Mike Evans this week. We always say he's touchdown dependent. Jalen Johnson's allowing 12 or less points almost every game. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Indy's not pretty. Ayuk's facing should be facing Xavier Rhodes, who's allowed less than 11. DK Metcalf is expected to match up with Marshawn Lattimore, and they have Geno Smith. Don't expect a game out of Metcalf. DJ Moore's got a tough game this week. He will see a Dory Jackson. The Giants have been pretty easy to score on, but if if a Dory Jackson's lining up on that side and following, it's going to be a little bit tougher for him. T.Y. Hilton, on the other hand, Josh Norman in San Fran has allowed almost 17 points a week. T.Y.'s returning from the injury. Expect... Him to maybe put some 15-plus points on the board. Calvin Ridley expected to see Noah Igbehon... Or Big... Yeah, the guy from Miami. I'm not even going to try to say that name. <laughs> um, He's allowing almost 17 points a game. Terry McLaren drawing Rasul Douglas. However, Terry McLaren fell flat this past week. The... Divide... Or... Devontae Parker drawing Fabian Morrow. Fabian Morrow has been torched almost every week. Uh, if Parker can't go again, expect Jalen Waddle to see all the targets there and flex in Jalen Waddle. Uh, Nico Collins is a, is a sneaky play this week. Arizona's been pretty, pretty brutal against the wide receivers. Marco Wilson allows 15. Robert Elford allows 15. Nico Collins coming back off injury might be worth the play. Um, Hollywood Brown, CZLI Apple, who's allowing about 13 a game. Debo Samuel should be getting Rocky Sin, allowing about 16 a game. AJ Green, expect, expect to see Terrence, Mar- or Terrence Marshall, who's allowing less than 9 a game. Jalen Rager draws a strong matchup with Casey Hayward, not really worth the play there. Henry Ruggs, expected to see Darius Slay. That, that game's going to be interesting in terms of which fantasy receiver's going to break out here. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Hunter Renfro's my guy this week. I've actually got him dealt in in a couple options. Slot receiving corner has been pretty brutal for Philly. Avante Maddox is allowing almost 14-plus points. And Henry Ruggs and Brian Brian Edwards are expected to see very tough matchups with Nelson. I'm expecting Carr to monitor that middle of the field and hit Waller and Renfro early and often. Tariq Hill draws another solid matchup against Jackrabbit Jenkins. Uh, Alan Lazard. I, I, I don't even say if I want to say Alan Lazard. Green Bay across the board drawing a very strong matchup. Deontay Harris seeing... Uh, Devontae Harris... No, Deontay Harris seeing Sidney Jones should be a pretty solid matchup there against Seattle as well. And going over to the slot here... Jacoby Meyer draws a very tough matchup against the Jets. Michael Carter's allowing less than seven points a week. Darnell Mooney sees Ross Cockrell, who has been very, very bad. That might be the play of the week for flex receivers there. Mooney 
if if he's running solely out of the slot, he's going to see a lot of short route and operate. Um, and Cockrell's just not containing. That might be the best bet for Fields to fire the passes off. Guys, uh, we'll leave it pretty much at that. It's a little bit different uh, trying to talk to yourself and get all this information out. Shout out to our sponsors up in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We have Damien at The Platter Box. He'll make you a great charcuterie board. Reach out to him at The Platter Box on Instagram. Uh, shout out to Jeanette at The Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She will cut your hair, dye your hair, make you look real pretty. All around, great person. Give her a shout out. Check her out. She's linked to our page as well. And because what else goes better with football than chicken wings? Shout out to our friend Kyle out of Texas with Chicken Dippin'. That's right, guys. It's like a little bathtub for your chicken wings. Roll your drums, lay your flats, cover them with with blue cheese. Maybe ranch if you're weird like that. Uh, But don't forget, guys, check them out at chicken underscore dippin' on Instagram or chickendippin.com. Pick up a stainless steel or a plastic pack today. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them.